I'm a boss. I'm a boss. Welcome to the Bosspreneur Podcast, Becoming More. I'm your host, Becky A. Davis. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want to make a bigger impact with your product, your service, or your message. So each week, I'll pull the curtain back and go inside and share about money, mindset, and marketing ideas and strategies to help you become more. So let's jump in. Today, I want to talk about crisis creates clarity or chaos. This is the COVID-19 episode. So with the current state and environment of the world, let me say that, um, because it's just not our country, it's literally the world. In the, the current state, this crisis is creating um, a lot of chaos for some, and in some situations, it's creating a lot of clarity for others. And uh, the reason why I say that is because I know for me, it has really helped me um, to get more clear professionally and personally. And I just want to share with you today, I want to share with you some of those things that this crisis has helped me to create um, clarity about personally and professionally. One of the, the big hits with this crisis Prices is to small businesses. Now, everybody is being affected. Granted, everyone is being affected by this going on, all businesses. I mean, um, from sports and entertainment um, to companies, um, big companies, Fortune 550 companies, and even small businesses like myself. And the one thing about small businesses is, you know, we can take a harder hit quicker than a large corporation that has enough revenue, millions or billions in revenues to make it through this, just, you know, cut, uh, it could cut a couple of salaries, uh, restructure, those type of things. Because I know, you know, when I worked in corporate America, I, I know I went to through at least three restructures. And um, each restructure was like, oh my God, you know, what's going to happen? Who's going to be here? Who's not going to be here? And I remember one time we went through such a big restructure and it was, you know, right past 2008 when we started going through the recession and there was a big restructure. And um, I was a regional director at the time and they asked every last regional director would have to go in and re-interview for their role. They were cutting the regional directors from, I think we had about 30 regional directors to 15. So half were not going to have a job. And I remember, you know, that time going through that time saying, oh my God, I got to go in re-interview for what I already do to be one of those selected to stay with the company um, and not get uh, the pink slip. So there's a lot of things that happen and, and that can create chaos um, if you allow it to. It can create chaos because I, I just believe in any situation where chaos is, there's always a place of clarity if you look for it and try and find it. And so um, small businesses are really being uh, hit by this. I know I have talked to several of my my friends, my girlfriends. I got a text from uh, one of my, my uh, girlfriends. She's a speaker friend and 
it, we have a group text with uh, four of us. I think it's four of us in that group text. And it was like, hey, are you having events canceling? And every last one of us said, yes. I was like, everything for March canceled for me. Well, now April uh, events are canceling for me as well, too. And she was saying that she was uh, all of her events were canceling. And she was asking if we if our personal events were being canceled. And mine was I do an annual networking event at the Coca-Cola Company headquarters. And when this kind of broke, um, they um, sent out to all of their partners that uh, based on the company's uh, policy and not knowing what's really going on. And they had some travel bans and restrictions and they were restricting people coming in the building. Made sense. Got it. I totally understood it. Um, and one of my other friends, she said the same thing. She uh, has a sponsor by another corporation and they canceled her event. Her event is done annually. Mine is done every other month. So she was like, oh, my God, either I have to wait a whole year or push it back um, to another date. So she was kind of contemplating that. But everybody was we're all feeling this. You know, one of my my other business friends was like, you know, I've lost thirty thousand dollars, you know, just in cancellation. So it's impacting it's impacting businesses and small businesses that that we just feel the hurt quicker, um, faster because we're not as as big. Now, there are some small businesses. So let me not categorize everybody in small business um, feeling the exact same way. There are some small businesses and I plan to be one of these businesses in the near future. That is what I am working towards is that in these situations like this, that there is enough revenue and and reserve where you don't have to let any staff go because you have maintained and streamlined a, a um, solid group of people. You don't have to have a huge staff, but you have a solid group of team members that you keep aboard. And if you need to be off, everyone can be off. Um, I do know some small businesses, um, friends, that that is where they are. And so I just but everybody's been affected. Even those that are there are still losing some dollars. Because when people get scared uh, and get nervous, they kind of stop looking at everything to say, "Okay, let me just stop everything to to know what is the next step that I should take. So I really want to share with you. I want to share with you um, some things that personally that has really been helpful to me when I think about personally and professionally. So let me start with personally. Three areas that I've really focused on during this time is family, faith, and fun. When I think about family, you know, my parents, both of my parents are in their late 70s, um, 78 and 79. And, you know, they're in good health condition. Thank goodness. Um, you know, there are some medications that they that they take my mother and my father. High blood pressure is one of the medicines I think both of them take. And, you know, maybe a pill here, a pill there. I am thankful and grateful that, you know, they are not taking, you know, loads of pills every day. They are in pretty good, um, pretty good health outside of the normal uh, aging, but because of the way this virus works and how it is affecting um, older people. And it's because of, you know, more, more health problems. 
I'm concerned about my family. You know, I'm concerned about uh, my sister. I have a sister that has, well, two of my sisters have asthma. And one of them for the last eight months, I know since last year, she's been going back and forth to the doctor because of respiratory issues before COVID-19 ever existed. So, um, you know, last week she gave me a call. Uh, my mother actually called me. So then I reached out to my sister, but that one of the people that works in her queue at work was uh, tested positive. So they sent everyone home in the queue and uh, to get tested and not to come back to work until they uh, until, until they, they, they heard from them. I, I don't want my sister to have it because she already has respiratory issues. And just based on the things that I have heard from from the doctors is that um, it, that just makes it harder. Um, and so, you know, I'm concerned about my uh, family, uh, my kids. My kids are all over the states. I, I don't have any kids living in Georgia. I just had the youngest one to come home. Um, to, to because she's going to be working for Delta Airlines. And so she came home to do her training with um, Delta. But I have kids living all over in four different states. And of course, I'm concerned about my my kids and, and their health perspective. And, you know, uh, one of my daughters is, you know, still engaging people over to the house. And I'm like, hey, what is what is wrong with you? Do you understand that no people around? Oh, well, they don't have it. You don't know. We don't know yet. It's it's that kind of stuff. So, you know, and I heard all of the, the stuff about the millennials. And so, yes, that that does concern me, too. But, you know, family, I really just focused on family. And when situations like this, it's like, you know, what have you been dropping the ball on? What could you have been doing more of? And what do you need to do more of? So I really been focused around uh, my family, my uh, my my husband, my kids and my my parents and my church family. You know, I, I love them to, uh, to death. So just making sure my church family is, okay, is fine. And then the second one is faith. I have really been focused on my faith because one thing that I know um, and, and the thing that gives me the clarity is my faith and my belief in the God that I serve. And so, um, you know, I've been going through and as I read the Bible, which is what encourages me, um, I know that no matter what. All things work together for our good. And even in crazy situations, all things still work together for our good. And so that is what I hold on to is that all things are going to work together for my good. And it doesn't mean that bad is not going to happen. But if bad happens, it's still going to work out for my good. And that's the foundation that I really have to hold on to is my faith. And, you know, I think about all the craziness that's going on in this world. And it reminds me of the scripture that says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I'll heal the land. And I believe that, you know, sometimes we just get out of control. And when we get out of control, I think it's a way that we have to come back to center and in that centering in our faith and to be able to acknowledge it's 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 bigger than us. Um, and so my faith has been something that I have really taken the time to um, to spend um, 
it during this crisis moment. And then the the third thing personally is fun. You know, we have to be kind of quarantined and locked up. So we might as well have a good time. I know I was um, had just flew to Orlando to be a part of Disney's Dreamers Academy um, Thursday of last week, Thursday, the 12th, March 12th. And um, the program was starting Thursday night. So we got there, me and my daughters. We were going to go to the parks that that morning because we went earlier and that evening go to the uh, opening ceremony. And it was at the opening ceremony that they announced that they were canceling the Dreamers Academy because of COVID-19. And so um, we had the option to leave and go home the next day. They would reschedule all the flights, get everything booked for us to go. Or if we wanted to stay based on what our our, um, travel, previous travel, we could. We were hotel was already taken care of. And it was my birthday weekend and my goddaughter's birthday weekend. We have the exact same birthday. And my um, uh, youngest daughter, we were there and everyone opted and say, hey, let's just stay. Granted, we had our gloves. uh, We had masks. We had sanitizer. We had Lysol. So we were precarious. Uh, very cautious as we um, engaged uh, with people. Uh, we we kept our hand. We washed our hands so much. I was like, um, and I was washing my gloves. I wasn't just washing my hands. I kept my gloves on through the entire day, and I was washing my gloves just because that my gloves were touching things. So, you know, we decided we were going to have fun and we were going to enjoy ourselves while we were um, there, and that's exactly what what we did. Even when we got home. We were like, we are still not going to go into, I mean, we can go stir crazy, granted, everybody can, being, um, feeling like you're being cooped up, but we were going to have some fun. So my goddaughter, um, Brianna, she, um, TikTok, I didn't even know what a TikTok was, but this app where this dancing and she kept saying, we're going to do a TikTok. We're going to do a TikTok. So last week we were practicing the TikTok. Uh, This week we came home and actually did a TikTok video, recorded it. We laughed, y'all, like we practiced for a few days doing that TikTok. And what was even funnier, my husband got in the TikTok. Oh, my God. We we recorded one. We laughed for at least an hour before we could really re-record just because we were laughing at him he decided he was going to do the, the dance like the dance went he was going to do his own version and we didn't know it until we started to look at the video and in the background we're like what are you doing but it was hilarious we had a good time you know we've been um my, my daughter's been getting up okay I'll cook and uh, we binge watched some Netflix I don't watch a lot of TV so um we binge watched some Netflix the thing that is really important is for us to laugh and have fun during crazy and trying times. And so when in the middle of, of crisis, you know, personally, the clarity came for me is, you know, my, my family, um, my faith and having fun has really been um, the things that I have focused on. And let me give you a, a bonus one uh, personally is filtering. I think we all need to filter what we listen to and watch every day. I mean, I I don't watch a lot of TV and um and and probably for that reason it's just 
right now it's everything every time you turn on tv you're hearing some of the same things and you're hearing different versions and you know even the the kids were on their phone like hey this is what this said everybody has a different version so it's like fact check that that doesn't even sound right it's just so much so we have to filter what we are getting we have to filter some of the information and content and then I go back to my number two no matter what my faith is going to help me go through this process and be okay now let's talk professionally you know this has been uh, an impact to business and one of the things uh, the things that I really started to focus on during this time in business is one collaboration how many people was I collaborating with and who I could bring into collaboration and people were bringing me into collaboration and I started to be invited to other digital platforms while this stuff is going on I've seen an increase um, in that and then I you know reached out to a couple of my um, business friends and, and experts and said, hey, I want you guys to partner with me on a series because we need to be able to help people. That's what it was about because collaboration was my number one thought. Then the second thing was the content. What can I share right now in this moment to be able to help not only my community, but those that are outside of my community that that might hear or that might listen? What can I do to help people? And one of the things that I know without a doubt Um, that stresses us out, that will keep us up at night is not making money, not having revenue come in. I am so thankful and grateful for all of the companies and individuals that have decided and and shared that they were going to pay people's salary during this time just to keep them making money. And so I started to think of, you know, what content can I provide and help people to make money? So I got with my team, we brainstormed, came up with some things. And so I created this program, a digital program for people to be able to take and um, get some information to teach them how to recession proof their business, how to. And it's a video bundle was 10 videos in 10 different areas to give you some quick information and tips that you can implement to start making money online. Um, And I share a lot of things. I, I just kept thinking, what would I be wanting right now? What do I need right now? What's the thing that's stressing people out? And how can I serve them during this time? And that's how the Recession Proof Your Business um, video bundle came away. So it's 10 um, audios and they're short um, audios because I'm giving you the information for you to go and start doing the work. But it's really to help people create a work from anywhere business. You, you don't have to go in. You don't have to clock in. You don't have to show up anywhere. You can work from anywhere and create um, and make money. That's really what it, it was about. So I focused on collaboration, partnering with other people, bringing content that could help the community right now, right away um, to be able to do that. And the third thing was cash flow. With cash flow, it was like, what streams do you have coming in and what do you need to tighten up on, Becky? What do you need to do to have cash flow? Not credit card flow, cash flow, more cash flow, a reserve in waiting just in case something crazy happens like COVID-19. 
And so it started me thinking about those things and then really strategizing and putting those things into place. Let me say this for every business owner that is out there. Do not lose your momentum right now. Do not slow down and just wait and see what's going to happen. And then, you know, a couple of months from now, it's like, okay, everything is moving along. And now you have lost your funnel uh, uh, inside of your sales funnel and you are having to start over because you have nothing in your pocket pipeline. Do not lose your momentum. You keep moving. That is probably why it. I sit on my soapbox and talk about creating digital dollars, creating revenue online, um, not doing a one and done service anymore and focusing on once to many and seven habits of highly effective people. Um, the seven habits of highly effective um, people by Stephen Covey was is a great example of once to many that was one framework that he took and it turned into from a book to workshops to speaking to uh, a coaching to taking each individual habit and making a creating a full workshop all of that can be done digitally with maybe some live components here and there that right there. That's my soapbox. I'm on my soapbox. You guys, if you do not have digital dollars coming in, which means you're making money online, no matter where you are in the world, working from anywhere, you need that coming in. Even if you have a side hustle, if you work a full-time job, your side hustle making digital dollars can change the game. So I want you to be encouraged as you we go through this together because we are all in this together. I want this to help you create clarity and not chaos in your life, in your business. Um, you should be focusing, coming up with what are the personal things that this has you thinking about? What three things is this have you thinking about personally? And what three things professionally is this? Does this have you thinking about or realizing what you need to bring to um, the table? Um, how much additional cash flow you need to have coming in? I want you to think about those things. One of the things I got an email last week from one of my partners um, with Bank of America. She is a relationships manager and she's done webinars for us to to tell us what it needs to look like for us to get funding for business. Well, she sent me an email last week because, you know, the Small Business Administration, the government has, um, you know, signed a, a bill and a, a law, a pass for um to help small businesses be affected by the coronavirus. So there's a disaster assistance loan. Um, they're providing a disaster assistance loan for small businesses that are impacted by the coronavirus, COVID-19. And um, with this disaster relief lending, um, she sent me over this form because Georgia just got on the list. Now, there had been some other cities already on the list, but Georgia wasn't on the list. Soon as Georgia um, was added to the list of disaster release, she sent the information to me to be able to share with my community. Well, when I read through the PDF that she sent me, I said, you know what, there are going to be questions because I have questions. And I asked her if she could um, get on a call with us, a digital call, a video call, a Zoom call, some type of call where um, she can walk us through what that would look like 
black because they are removing some of the restrictions on the loans that have been uh, was there before this disaster relief um, program. So they're there. It's it's mm, not as much as you would have to go to before this. And so I really want to have her get on and share with um, people what it consists of. What does that look like? If you go into a bank, what are they going to be expecting? And there's different categories of the of the loan. And so for her to really be able to share um, what um, the territories that are affected, um, type of businesses that can get um, help. I pulled up the the SBA, the website and on there, there was one, let me see. It said these loans can be used to pay fixed debts, payroll accounts, payable and other bills that can't be paid because of the disaster impact. The interest rate on the loans is 3.75% for small businesses without credit available anywhere else. Um, Businesses with credit available um, elsewhere are not eligible for the small business loan, the interest rate for nonprofits is 2.75%, um, which those are really good numbers too. Um, the SBA offers loans with long-term repayments in order to keep payments affordable up to a minimum of 30 years. Wow, that's way too long. Um, and it's done on a case-by-case basis for repayment. Um, you can go to, um, I think it's Disaster Customer Service at SBA.gov uh, to really find out more information. And um, when I get, um, we can get some dates that work. Um, hopefully I can get my bank of America relationship manager that works with small businesses to come on and give us some information that could help small businesses to get funding and be able to maintain through this process. So that's really what I wanted today to be about, to really be able to talk about um, this crisis and what is it creating for you? Is it creating clarity or is it creating chaos? Um, that's something for you to take a step back and take a look at. Because if it is creating chaos, you got to grab yourself and bring yourself into clarity. So hopefully this has been helpful um, to you. I wanted to be able to share in a way um, that was encouraging and uplifting to um, all of the listeners that are um, listening to this. We have some people have a lot of extra time on their hand. How hands, how are you using your time? If you got the extra time, how are you using that time in your business? This is, this is really a good time for this. And I'm thankful um, and blessed that this is really kind of the typical time frame for me. If I'm not traveling to speak, I'm in my office putting together um, strategies, working with clients. I do a lot of digital work. I am so grateful and thankful that that was a shift in my business a few years ago. And now my goal is to help shift so many more. Um, So if you're listening to this, um, I hope this was was helpful for you and it will help you to become more because that's what this is about. Any information that you obtain from this, hopefully it gave you something so that you can become more as a person and in business. I'll talk to you next time. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at Bosspreneur, B-O-S-S-P-R-E, 
N-E-U-R, and you'll learn more about the Bosspreneur Business Circle. I share training, workshops, speaking engagements, plus I'll share with you some videos and information to help you become more. You can go to thebosspreneurbusinesscircle.com. That's B-O-S-S-P-R-E-N-E-U-R, businesscircle.com or beckyadavis.com.